AustralianMusiciansRadio.com Australian Musicians Radio advises the following program may contain coarse language, adult themes, unsolicited product placement, quality banter, unscripted bullshit, dad jokes, cringeworthy puns, lewd anecdotes, general fuckery, and lots and lots of local, independent, original music. Hi, I'm Daniel. And I'm Vass. And welcome to Talk. How many broken hearts before you? How many broken hearts? How many broken hearts before you? How many broken hearts?
G'day, it's Gareth McDowell here from AMR Content, and you are listening to Bar Talk on the one and only AMR. Trying to dry these tears Girl, I never wanted to waste your time Cause I thought that you would always be mine But that's the way it is It's time to face it I'm losing my mind just a little bit Girl, I never wanted to waste your time Cause I thought that you would always be mine But that's the way it is It's time to face it I'm losing my mind just a little bit
welcome, welcome, welcome. What a couple of bangers to start off on. Oh, who's this? Taking over my spot for the week. Straight yeah, on it's, the um, it's been 84 years. <laughs> <laughs> I was there 3,000 years ago. <laughs> <laughs> Do not speak the deep magics to me, witch. <laughs> <laughs> I was and there so when I was written. <laughs> hey. All that good stuff, yeah. Gandalf the White back again. It feels like it's been forever in a day since you were on last. Forgever? Forever. (laughs) And a couple of lockdowns, I think. I mean, yeah. (laughs) And I thought it was only appropriate that that during another lockdown we'd get you on uh, co-hosting, Vass. It's it's been far too long, mate. Far too long. Yeah. I'm sorry we're um, hanging out again under such glum circumstances. I've got to not make a habit of making pandemics the one reason that I uh, (laughs) get back around. I'm not going to lie. The only- No, don't lie to the the folks- the only reason why you're free is because you've got nothing else to do. <laughs> yeah, me and everyone else. Did you notice that uh, during the pandemic, they everyone decided it was a good idea to start a podcast? We were like, we have this idea when it was still like not quite virgin territory, oh. but like it was it was good territory to, to start plowing into. And then all of a sudden, every man and his dog was like, I've got enough food to make a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> it was like, yeah, it was. It was. I saw somewhere somebody said uh, like like fifty percent of podcasts don't reach their tenth episode. We're up to thirty episode thirty seven this week, so you know we're doing good. Yeah, we're like the new recruit that's that's past probation. <laughs> anyway, right, we've done our three month period. We're yeah. over. We're in now. Exactly, we're past. Yeah, exactly, past probation. We're in the good stuff now. Anyway, I just want to say welcome to the show, Vass. It's good to hear you again. Uh, episode thirty seven, as I mentioned, of this hear good podcast bar talk. Uh, we just came off. Oh. Some absolute special songs. Uh, Tomorrow, people with just a little bit, and before that, Nick Pez with how many broken hearts. We're going to be chatting a bit more about that in a sec, but uh, I just want to say, Vass, um, I remember, do you remember like a little while back when we did, uh, was one of the episodes and the first, first big, 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 big lockdown happened? Not the, not the first one, but the really big one, the second one. And we were oh, taking the piss one. about- the Stage the, four one, yeah. Yeah. And we we're taking the piss about how there was uh, one of the, the guests was potential allegedly may have had <coughs> personal relations with one of the uh, one of the security guards. Yes, I, I do remember. Yeah, that was uh, a good laugh. So I don't know if you heard about the kerfuffle with the nebulizer, but um, a nebulizer looks, you know, very very suspicious. Like it looks like that uh, the penis pump out of uh, Austin Powers. Austin, it's so- not mine. <laughs> Swedish penis pump, but. I mean, thought we'd try and, you know, tie it together, you know, accidentally, uh, you know, <clears throat> to a, a guard and then, you know, accidentally, you know, <clears throat> letting in your uh, <laughs> nebulizer <laughs> Good Lord. into the hotel with you. Yeah, it's- Yeah, mm. no, that'll be right. It's just a nebula. <laughs> it's nebulizer. <laughs> it hasn't been anywhere but my mouth. It, yeah. No, it's somehow in this circumstance, equally as bad as if it had been on someone's genitalia. <laughs> what? How- <laughs> I don't know when we got to that point, but I don't think COVID can be sexually transmitted, Das. They haven't, I don't think they've come to that conclusion yet. And I say yet being the key word there. Uh, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm talking more like if, if I was to get a secondhand nebulizer like this and I was going to use it, <laughs> thinking about where it had been, you know, in the COVID-19 days, it's, um, it's almost equally as 
suspicious. Like, has it been, has it been on your penis? Do you take no. your nebulizer no, it hasn't. orally? <laughs> well, then, has it been on your face, you filthy bastard? <laughs> <laughs> Think of all the germs on that. I know where you put that. You put it near your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> your dirty, dirty pie Sick. hole. Sick man. <laughs> like, <laughs> I'd be equally suspicious of both. You're just a generally the, suspicious man runner, anyway. I don't want, I don't want uh, you know, herpes on my face either. Vass, so. Vass, you're a general, generally suspicious man anyway. I, I'm not <laughs> surprised. Yeah, su- mm, yeah sus. <laughs> anyway, I want to um, quickly chat about the songs we just came off. Now, um, the first song, Nick Pez, he's, he's been played on this, um, on this show before, and I'm trying to remember which episode, but way, way back in one of the earlier ones. And he's uh, come back with his uh, one of his brand new singles, or well, not his one of his brand new single. Uh, let me get the PR stuff up. There was a point where I, I kept forgetting to bring my notes up before we started. Yeah, that was funny. And then I was like halfway through, and you were like, "Let's talk about this song." And I was like, "Ha!" Ah. <laughs> um, yes. Um, so yeah, this is his his new single. How many broken hearts? I mean, this. I've noticed that, you know, every so often he's just been a very, very consistent, you know, creative, just constantly putting out singles every so often, and they're always really solid. So, it's really good to feature one of his songs again. Yeah, I loved it. Um, What a voice, hey. And as someone that plays, you know, more keys than me, I don't know if you noticed, but the synth sounds were great too. Oh, they they always are with Nick's songs. That's what I mean. He's just on point as far as the production's concerned. Um, like everything is just top notch about every one of his singles and it's just always so slick. There's just no fault. You can just like, it's just, yeah, you know, there's just, it's just, you know, to the, to the absolute iota of the beat. Perfect. Like, yeah, it's clean. It's yeah. real clean. But yeah, it's um, a great track. Um, How many broken hearts it's out now. Um, thanks to Evergreen Artists for supplying the supply. I'm going to try and start talking a little bit more about um, artwork and stuff from the tracks too, because I think I think it's becoming lost, and I don't want it to be. You know, it's it. far gone are the days of vinyl, where you get a big ass like, you know, it's art. It's like something you could frame with your with your music. This, on the other hand, it's often pretty small and just on the phone. But the uh, How Many Broken Hearts um, artwork is really quite nice. I'm a fan. Yeah, no, it is. It is really good. It is really good. Um, good stuff, Nick. Uh, next up after that, though, you would have heard the absolute, oh, just the tropical flavour that is Tomorrow People's new single, Just a Little Bit. Now, I love it when they get that little bit of a, a reggae sort of beat going on in it. And this yeah. wasn't, didn't go all the way, but it was just, there was enough of it there to just give it that sort of relaxed vibe that you need. Yeah, polite reggae. It was uh, accessible reggae. I know reggae, reggae is one of those um, genres that, a lot of people, when you talk to them, kind of like um, extreme kind of heavy stuff and like hard rap, people tend to kind of go, I listen to pretty much everything except, you know, the extremes. And reggae is kind of in that. So, to see something that's like a flavor of that, help people get into that genre a little bit more. Um, yeah, I like it. And it, again, clean clean as production and um, great voices across. I love the guitars too. Yeah, no, you're not you're not wrong about that, uh, Vass. It is it is. I suppose it is a really good way of just easing people into the genre. So you know, just keeping it, keeping it, you know, keeping that. Uh, I guess you can call it the gateway, gateway reggae. 
Gateway, gateway Reggae. I like that. That's an album title if ever I heard one. <laughs> are you going to steal that one off me, are you? No, because A, I think that the best reggae album title ever is Ricardo de Funk um, and Ricardo de Blanc. I forget what it is now, actually. Um by police and oh, they they went for like French sounding album titles. They just started to sound fancier than they actually were. Yeah, I mean some pretty beastly tunes, but um, apart from that, I you know I don't make reggae. <laughs> I'm not good at it, and I think there are plenty of other people that are that I shouldn't be taking that uh, limelight away from in any way because they're doing it far better than me. <laughs> oh, fair enough. You're keeping it humble. That's fair. It's <laughs> <laughs> hard. It's hard to be proud when. You're so trash at a single genre, you know what I mean? <laughs> it's really, it makes it difficult. I wouldn't have you on here if you weren't self-deprecating. Um, it's all about the last man. <laughs> um, so, yeah, make sure you go and check them out as well. Tomorrow people are, of course, from across the ditch in New Zealand. Um, up next, though, we're going to be, I'm really excited about this. I had the pleasure of chatting to, you know, Fellow Kiwi artist Foley this week. Now, those guys are amazing. They're such a really talented duo. Again, like Nick Pears, always just putting out really solid singles. And they just came out with a new single too. So, we were chatting about that and we just went into a bit, bit of depth about how they um, how they handle things as a duo, which was so much fun. Um, we'll be playing their one of their previous singles from last year, Rendezvous. Uh, one that we managed to skip over, but it is a brilliant song nonetheless. So, you're going to hear that real soon. But before that... Um, Vass, I'm very excited because uh, this next artist that we're about to play, again, again, New Zealand orientated artist. How was about that for a bit of uh, a bit of you know coincidence? Yeah, I was I was keen to see the return. I mean, um, we've we've chatted to this guy before, and he's fantastic. Um, yeah, as soon as I saw his name on the lineup, I was like, ooh, here we go. Yeah, yeah, I am of course talking about Kevin Posey. Uh, actually, you know, certified now that now that it's the new year, because um, we have he hasn't come out with a new song since the countdown. Of course, certified number one top fifty from last year, which was so such a pleasure to actually um, not only uh, tell him, but then to get to chat about him as we counted down. Like he's, it was funny because he was like at six a.m. in Oklahoma. <laughs> Like the thirty first of December, and listening we were to like, the countdown. Listening to the countdown. No, because we called him. Uh, at oh like, right! At a, Did you wake him up? We woke him. <laughs> no, I called. I messaged him first. No, but we then. But then it was six a.m. where he was, and he's like, "Oh, I'm doing nothing. I'm up anyway." And it's like, "Okay, cool. We'll call you." And it was midnight. It, we he heard us doing the countdown as we called him, so he's probably there, really tired at six a.m. in Oklahoma, and here we are partying yeah. our asses off. Um, yeah, kicking it into 12th gear. Yeah. He'd, um, he'd hurt his arm at that point in time. So, Kevin, I hope your arm is feeling a bit better now and I hope it's healed up. But, yeah, he was just like, I've got nothing else to do. I'm sitting here at home doing nothing. It's like, fair enough. But, uh, no, Kev- Kevin Posey, this last year has been really hectic, of course, as go and check out our interview with him that you and me did, which was I was really proud of that interview. It was a good one. Yeah, I mean, he he made it really quite easy. He was a pleasure to interview and- um, I think we got a word in with his mum as well, who <laughs> was lovely. Uh, it was just great. Like, all around good, clean fun. And he yeah, he had a lot of compelling stuff to talk about as well, um, it, like important, sensitive human rights stuff. So, uh, that was cool to hear about as well, his producer and that kind of stuff. Yeah. So, this, this new song he's come out with now is called How To Do It. He's um, teamed up with a couple of really good artists, Ray. 
also from New Zealand, who we've featured before, and uh, Chosen, who is a US-based artist. And uh, this one's just, it's all bass. Now, what I think is real Kevin Posey's strength, as far as a producer, is is his beats. Like, he gets a solid, every one of his songs, he really just, he starts with a solid beat and then just builds up the layers from there. Whereas a lot of his other tracks are a bit more luscious, but this one is really, from a production standpoint, really just focused on the bare bones beat and nailed it. Yeah, I man, I loved it. I in my notes I've got, you know, great great big bass is particularly awesome. But a place that it kind of hit home for me was it sounded a lot like a bunch of the tracks that I grew up with when I was playing the old Need for Speed games. Um, started with like Need for Speed Underground, and there was a bunch of Ludacris and stuff like that in there, and just that that sound, but way more modern. It kind of had a bit of that DNA in there. Um, and it hit a bit of that nostalgia nerve for me. So, I, I had a lot of fun listening to it. It was a really good job, Kevin. Yeah, great stuff. And I'm so keen to play it, um, which we're going to do right now, actually. And, then, of course, follow his song Rendezvous afterwards. And then we'll be chatting to um, – what's his face? <laughs> I've forgotten his name now. <laughs> I'm going to have to look him up. Uh, bloody Gabriel. That's his name. He's going to kill me now that I've fucked up his name. Now, we've got Gabriel. We're going to be chatting to Gabriel from Foley next on Bar Talk AMR. Show it. She got me dizzy, booty popping, then she cheeky, let you crack, cheek up, then repeat. Go ahead, show them other girls who will sleep, peek. Throw it, throw it, throw it, catch it, and I hold it. Pussy be the name, hustling through COVID, get into the bag. Baby, this is showbiz, hands in the grass, bend it over, show it, show them how to do it. Work it like you own it, she done made it clap like somebody graduated. Got the club infatuated, super lit, she activated. Jealous girls, they activated, round and round, she captivated. She get nursed by day, but tonight she got them saying hi, damn. Show it. Show them other girls how to do it. Show them other girls how to do it. Show them other girls how to do it. Throw it, 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 throw it. High above the ground, she drop it all the way down. Round and round she go, yeah, them cheeks gon' touch the flow. Booty shaking music, music make a movie. I like the way she dancing to it, show them how to do it. Winning ain't no losing, let me grab it while I'm rapping Cheek slapping, cheek slapping, spinning out of control She ain't showing off, she ain't got a flaws Lot of ass getting tossed, spreading on that dick like she making beds Claiming she the best, yes, healed all the rest These other bras mad, they can't talk to her cause it costs cash She back it up and she back Show it, throw it, show them other girls how to do it Show them other girls how to do it Show them other girls how to do it Throw it I do this all day, do this all day. I see flow gourmet, make call that sorbet. That's why she called eh? make the floor break. She wanna rip for four days, just for four play. Do your thing, little mama, that's mama cedar. The mother girl salty said margarita Just talk and come with this drama tita She's over you so I might just get underneath her Don't need to tell her to drop a love She don't need your money cause she gotta run yeah. The mother girl's not even coming close To how you do it just put on a show yeah. Show it, throw it Show the mother girls how to do it Show the mother girls how to do it Show the mother girls how to do it 
them other girls how to do it. Show them other girls how to do it. Show them other girls how to do it. Hey, this is Gabe from Foley, and you're listening to AMR. I try not to think about it, try to keep it casual. If I say too much about it, kind of hard to keep it cool. But I would know which way to go and what to do. I get a little bit lost in you. Crazy for you, crazy, I'll admit this once. Craving all the cravings, I don't taste enough. I can't contain the energy holding us. I can't contain the feeling when we touch. Don't make a Welcome back. I uh, hope you've had a good old time listening to that cheeky song. That was a bit cheeky. Uh, that was indeed the one of the previous singles off uh, what will be off uh, Foley's upcoming EP, Rendezvous. So funky, so much, so much energy and uh, so much epicness. You know, I, I'm so happy because I do have right now, though, 
Gabe, on the line all the way from Auckland, from Foley, one half of the epic duo Foley, to chat about, I don't know, we're going to chat about whatever we want to chat about, won't we, Gabe? <laughs> we sure will. G'day, mate. How's it going? Uh, welcome to the show. Um, I just Thank want to you. say- uh, it's a pleasure having you here on this. Um, on what you tell me is a sunny morning in Auckland, which it sure is. Yeah, which, no, pleasure to be here as well. <laughs> it, it surprised surprised the hell out of me, but then you then you said, "Oh yeah, it's like the only sunny day we've had in a week," and I thought that's fair enough. <laughs> um, yeah, which is good because I, I need you. I need you in like a, a fo- I need you in like focus mode, and I need you in like you know happy disposition mode. Because oh, uh, yeah. it's a bit earlier in the morning over here, so <laughs> <laughs> oh we're, yeah, we're on. <laughs> I just need you to radiate sunshine my way, because don't it- you worry, mate. I'll I'll send it through the phone. <laughs> I don't know how, but I'll do it. <laughs> <laughs> you have to fax me through that vitamin D. I will. Yeah. I will. Yeah. Yeah. It's coming. It's coming now, Gabe. I can hear it. Anyway. Welcome to the show, as I said. Um, I mean, well, how are things? Because you've been a very busy man uh, with everything going on, haven't you? Releasing singles mm. left, right and centre. Yeah, yeah. We're, um, we're kind of just not waiting around, eh? We, we, uh, we did a whole bunch of writing last year, um, you know, in and out of lockdown and um, and because we're kind of always writing. I mean, Ash and I don't live together, so it was a little hard during lockdowns, mm. but like we just kind of tried to finesse as much material as possible and then just went well people people are listening to music still like let's just get it out there like let's not wait for the right time because uh you know the state of things at the moment is just so unpredictable so let's just yeah. go for it um yeah yeah because you you had, did do a fair bit last year like you released i see your e- previous ep on my condo- on my con i was gonna say on my condolences <laughs> I don't know where that came from. I was misreading. Maybe that's the greatest hits. Uh, yeah. <laughs> We're terribly sorry for the music we've released over the last year. No. <laughs> uh, On My Conscience was the previous EP, I see, and that came out last year. And then, since then, you've released a couple of new singles, uh, mm-hmm. and now you're out with a, a brand new E uh, to start off the yep. new year. So, I mean- Absolutely. You can't say that last year wasn't productive for you. How, how do you feel? How do you, how do you review your 2020? <laughs> Oh wow! Twenty twenty review. I mean, sorry, was that was that a bit too deep? Were you not were you not expecting that kind of deepness for this early in the morning? No, let, let's go for it. Um, All right, there is a time difference. I've been I've been away sorry. longer than you. Yeah. <laughs> sorry, I keep forgetting it's like eleven o'clock where you are. It's like early morning. Yeah, yeah, all good. It is um, also Saturday, so you know. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 lazy lion. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, if we just put aside the obvious twenty twenty. Uh, chat because everyone had the same kind of experience with, with the pandemic but in terms of in terms of folly um the yeah i think our last year was crazy i mean we played um some amazing shows before lockdown uh we opened for Drax project and 660 which you know were like the biggest crowds we've played to yeah and then um releasing that ep uh sort of the week before lockdown was like a, a crazy experience as well. I was kind of rushing around and getting it out there and, and, and the way that people received that was amazing. And, and we're just quite grateful that, that we had the support from, you know, like our fans and the radio stations here and, and all the streaming services um, sort of, you know, in Australia and New Zealand. And, mm-hmm. um, and we managed to sneak in a, a, a headline, a, a sort of first headline show as well. We had um, two lockdowns last year, but we managed to get one in, uh, in between them. And that was crazy as well. Um, it's just really sort of uh, 
happy that you know the music still resonates on a time like that and, and that we can still kind of share something um positive and, and what's been such a you know cursed year so yeah i i, I think 2020 was was good for us but obviously there are so many people that it wasn't good for and um i guess just we keep thinking of them as well like all the sound people and all the people out of work and and all that kind of stuff so yeah a bit, bit of sweet but um but yeah we're, we're really proud of how we kind of kept the kept the train moving and and um yeah and just kept going for it was there any because i was gonna say you know you mentioned about how how shit a lot of people found the last mm. year and yeah mm. they, let's face it it was pretty shit yeah but was there anybody did you get anybody sort of saying anything that surprised you about your music did anybody go oh that was you know you, your song was really you know something something or you know, listening to your music last year made me feel like this. Was there anybody that said anything like that last year? Yeah, yeah, we had a um, uh, yeah. That's always the most amazing feeling eh? when when someone um, when someone tells you that their song meant something to you. You know, like that's that's kind of what makes it all worth it, and um, and that's like the most meaningful connection that you can have. So yeah, a couple of people have said that you know it got them through the sort of rough patch because it was like you know it's like an ep about it's just a lot of fun it's like um it's really loud and like <laughs> quite funky and like it's it's kind of meant for like a party and so to release yeah. it when everyone's inside i don't know it kind of we got a lot of people saying like you know they were dancing in their living rooms and stuff and a lot of people just just putting it on for like positive it's... energy which is just like kind of what we yeah exude as i'm exuding to you through the phone right <laughs> just replacing your down lights with a disco ball you know to turn yeah, your lounge room yeah. into a disco that's the one yeah yeah yeah, yeah. easy as <laughs> just installing um, some strobe lights in the kitchen while you cook yeah, dinner yeah oh absolutely <laughs> and, and, and we're you know like the songs that we we write are, are kind of about the the messiness of like sort of i guess growing up and being in your mid-20s and kind of figuring the world out and um Mm. what i mean ash and i obviously don't have the answers but because we just we're just so such close friends we just chat about the stuff constantly and then it yeah. kind of forms yeah. the basis for the songs and then that can just guide some people through times that they're having and you know like yeah people say that to us all the time and that's that's just so gratifying and and um yeah that's it's, that's really something special Let's um, focus on on your lyrics and your songwriting for a sec, because I want to I want to mm. ask a bit further about that. You know, I want to mm. probe deeper into the the real folly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, that sounded, the sounded more <laughs> ominous than it probably should have been. But <laughs> you mentioned there that the songs are very much influenced by what you're feeling at, in life at the time. Yeah. So have have you and Ash found that? as you've been progressing as artists and as you've been gathering more life experiences, you find mm. that maybe the perspective of your songs shifts as you sort of learn more. Is that the case? Yeah, for sure. I mean, it's kind of easy to um, to compare these two EPs and the kind of different outlook that mm. we've taken um, on each of the songs and each sort of body of work. Like that first, uh, like the first EP um, on my conscience was, you know kind of us overthinking and overanalyzing things a lot and um and really kind of drilling down into into how we're feeling um and you know kind of being a bit unsure about things and and there was glimpses of of that of of a kind of confidence and um yeah. you know uh, 
kind of like a fuck it attitude, like just, <laughs> or whatever, like, you know, can't help the way is, is a good example of that where it's just like, oh man, like I'm so caught up on my feelings, but I just yeah. want to go for it. And, um, you know, and Midnight's a good example of that as well, but it's, it's with this new EP and with the songs that we've written as uh, at the moment, there's like a bit more confidence to it. There's a bit more um, kind of, you know, we don't know what we're going through, but like, let's just enjoy the ride. Let's not like kind of overthink it too much. Let's not worry too much. Mm. Um, mm. And I think Rendezvous um, and So Personal are, are like great examples of, of that kind of ethos. Yeah. It's, it's it's really saying like, yeah, we're feeling a lot of different things. Um, we're going through a lot of different stuff, but like, you know, let's just go for it. Let's, let's just send it. Let's whatever, you know, like, yeah kind of live in the moment and, and just be be stoked about um where you are and and, and life essentially yeah mm. with when you do come up with a new idea for a song what's usually the process with that is it a case of that you'll you'll write a lot of the time separately or is there a case of like it really only gets finished once you both collaborate mm. on it um yeah most of the time we you know we write everything together um we're we're always kind of the 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 way that this new ep has come about is we we did a lot of collaboration kind of at the at the start so like we'd we'd write the song with the other people in the room um and that would be you know our producers or our co-writers or whatever um but you know in the past it's definitely been like just us two like writing the bones of the song um because we kind of had this ethos that, that the song should be able to stand on its own uh, acoustically, mm. you know, just the melody and just the chords, uh, whether that's like a piano or an acoustic guitar or whatever. Like if we, if we can play it and it still sounds good, then you're onto something and then you can build the production from there. Um, but, the, you know, there's a couple of instances um, on the last EP and on this EP where, where we, wrote, uh, we wrote a song separately. Um, Better Than Love on the CP, just, you know, Ash wrote that without me initially. Um, in a co-writing scenario with mm. with Wells and and the sky Julius Black and like it's it still kind of feels like a folly song because I came into it later on and we kind of fleshed it out together like it's yeah it does it regardless of who who kind of writes it initially or who comes up with the first idea or whatever it's kind of it's both our touches combined you know we we're, we're, we're both analyzing the words and we're both kind of picking the emotions and we're both kind of yeah honing in on what we want to say so, um, and what we want to put out as a it sounds as a duo, so yeah it sounds like then there is a bit of like scrutiny that happens you know like oh yeah we we you know analyze the words so is it really a case of you putting <laughs> the uh the metaphorical you know uh looking glass or what's the word magnifying glass over you know yeah. over this creation that you or ash comes into the studio with and he goes right let's try and you know break this down is there a bit of that like yeah. you know, obviously friendly uh, doesn't sound yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> bad at all, but oh man! Uh, well, when we don't, when we don't agree, it's you know we 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 kind of scrap like siblings. It's quite funny, um, <laughs> but like, <laughs> you know we 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 get along. Um, it, it, it's yeah, we do we do a lot of we do put a lot of thought into it. It's it's um it's but it's never like a hugely conscious thing. It's it's yeah. We still want to be like creative and not too analytical mm. about it. So. Mm. So it, it kind of flows here and there, but we will spend a lot of time talking about the subject matter um, yeah. before, during, and after, and we'll spend a lot of time focusing on the right chords and the right inversions of those chords and the right, you know, uh, additions to the melody that you know can convey a certain emotion, um, so that we really kind of get to the point because that's kind of what interests us about writing pop music is that it's it's really difficult to fit everything you want to fit in like three minutes. Mm. 
and so like that's part of the challenge for us is is to really hone in on what we what we're trying to say and who we're trying to say it to and and really figure that out and kind of as minimalistic as possible you know yeah. like in as few words or as few chords or, or whatever like that's that's the um that's why we do it as i was gonna say you haven't come up with like the eight minute epic and gone yeah no nah, this isn't gonna work <laughs> let's cut it we'll, well, we'll, we'll, cut, out the man- we'll cut out the mandolin breakdown in the middle there <laughs> Oh look! If it's part of the song, it's part of the emotional vibe. Then we're all for it. Like, I I would love to write a an eight or nine minute epic. I, I remember back in the day, um, before Foley or when Foley was just starting, I, yeah. I got really into song structure, and I was uh, listening okay. to like you know like um, Black Star by David Bowie and, yeah. and um, the song by the Cribs called Pink Snow, and they're like massive. They're just kind of anthems, and I was going, how do you keep someone's attention for that long? But uh, yeah, and I never quite figured it out. So I guess we'll give it a go one day. I'm sure. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> try to make something crazy. Well, I was going to say live. Do you end up breaking the songs down a bit more, and you know, being a bit more liberal with the with how you play them, yeah. or are you very much like, okay, it's a three minute song. It's got to be three minutes on stage. Oh no, not at all. No, the 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 live um, live for us is like a different experience. I mean, like we we're both love playing live almost as much or if not more than in songwriting like it's it's kind of two very distinctive things so when we play live it's it's we kind of don't want to just recreate the songs as they as they exist on on online or you Mm, know mm. on the streaming services because people if they want to listen to that they can just go there and and listen to the original version like we want to have some sort of um, spontaneity and, and, and energy live that you know we want to be able to recreate it and we also want to kind of teeter on the edge of you know being able to pull it off like we want to have some risk involved for us because if we just mm. play it and it's fine then we're just going to get up there and, and sort of go through the motions but um to have some sort of to have new elements you know that we have to really like try to to pull off as as musicians like it, it's it just brings a whole different atmosphere and we're lucky to play with um you know an amazing band like we've got um like a jazz bass player and a jazz drummer and, and she's amazing and he's amazing. It's just crazy. How, so how many half-time breakdowns do they demand during the set <laughs> as tribute? Well, we get, well uh, look, uh, anything goes really. If they want to do it, then they then they got to do it. There was one time, um, I don't even know what time signature he went into, but it, it, it kind of lined up pretty well. <laughs> you know, like, it, yeah, it's just a bit, sort of manic you know it's like controlled chaos right we yeah. really really want to kind of um make the songs different when we play them live than than when they are recorded mm. so when you're playing live you said you play guitar yeah so how, how do you f- mm. find that you know fitting in with the with the band you know you got these you know maestros out down <laughs> the back and you, yeah. have to, you have to sit there playing your funk chords. How does that? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah sorry, yeah. That, probably, that probably comes off really patronising. No, but like how do no, you find that you fit in with the band when you're playing live? Like do you find that it's very easy to jam with the band as you go? Yeah, I mean, we've, we've played with that drummer like since our very first show and um, and Marika, our bass player, have played with her for, for about a year now. So I think at this stage we're, we're really locked in, we're really tight, but yeah, um, yeah. It's, it's, it's an interesting question like because because i do play um you know th- there are lots of guitar parts in there so i kind of mm. pick which ones I, I i can play at any certain time um but there's always parts where 
what we've done in the track just won't translate to life. Like it's like a stop or like a, you know, like a loop of the section or, or whatever. And so that's a time that all three of us can kind of um, like link together and, and do something interesting live. So, so I think over time we've definitely gotten better at that. And um, yeah, it's, it's, it's just really interesting and really kind of, you know, like they push me to play better as well. Yeah. Um, to kind of keep up with the, with the pace of it, you know, I didn't go to jazz school. Um, so yeah, all good. <laughs> I was going to ask to either you or Ash have like a signature move that people come to expect when they see, when they see Foley play live. A signature move? Yeah, like oh. I don't know, a dance move or like a, I don't know, yeah. like is there like a costume piece that somebody wears? I don't know. I mean, I haven't seen any live yeah. pictures. Uh, we, hmm. No, we kind of keep it unpredictable. Okay. Okay. <laughs> oh, yes, that's but, very jazz, I mean, yes. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, I, I'm not going to say our show is like a jazz show because it's definitely <laughs> like polished pop, but um, we do, you know, there's certain fills that happen every show, like, you know, um, regardless of, <laughs> you know, uh, which show it is or, or whatever. Um, I don't know. Ash and I just, 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 just vibe. I don't know. Like it's, it's, yeah. You gotta, you gotta come see a show. It's um, the vibe, and, and man. Clear everything up, and I, I, I won't sound so, um, you know, pedantic about it. Yeah. All, and you'll just have a good time. <laughs> if if I come, if if you do come to Melbourne, yes, next, well, we next will. time you come to Melbourne, I will, <laughs> yes. I will come along. I will sit in the front or stand in the front and demand a, a halftime jazz breakdown. That's gonna be oh, my, okay. that's gonna be my only demand. But I, I expect <laughs> the best. Gabe, I expect the best. <laughs> well, we'll make that happen to you. And if there's any, you know, like to, to everyone listening right now as well, like if you can put your demands in the box at the front, we'll, uh, we'll accommodate those too. <laughs> Do you just have it like the end? Like, oh, if you have any questions or concerns, please, you know, put them in the feedback box. Like you have this little yeah, like, box at the side, like, you know, people can put anonymous letters in or anonymous notes. Yeah, we do. We do a Q and A, you know, in the middle of our set. Um, <laughs> just joking. Actually, one one kind of motif that's happened, you know, more times than you would expect is yeah. like the 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 last time we played a, a headline show, mm. it was my mum's birthday, so we sang Happy Birthday to her. Oh, that's... and the next time we'll play one in March will be <laughs> Ash's birthday. So, guess who's singing Happy Birthday to Ash? Uh, <laughs> uh, so someone's always birthdaying at yeah, one of your shows. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Which is exactly the right vibe that we want. You know where that, that the logical conclusion of that is? You're going to be starting to yell, all right, who's got their birthday coming up? Oh, uh, yeah. Be like Somebody put up their hand, oh, what's your name, sir? Yeah. It's like, oh, you know, uh, and then you're yeah. like, happy birthday, Vincent, Pass or whatever. Pass the mic around. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Who oh, was I? I was, oh, was at a festival. It was quite bizarre. My hometown, it was a country, small country town. Um, they had the knockoff of the Blues Fest run for a couple of years. Mm. And it was there was a band that did that. And I'm trying to remember who it was. It was oh Edward Sharp and the Magnetic Zeros. Remember right, them? Right. Had that fucking uh, was it Arkansas da 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 da. Um, oh, that's not, that, I right. can't remember that. Like, yeah, uh, that's like massive, such a vague memory. But yeah, I do. Yeah, I do. they're not they're not together now or anything like that. But <laughs> oh, man. they did that in the set. And and me and my friend are just like pissing ourselves because like this is like massive stage or whatever, and, and like the singer just literally takes the wireless mic, jumps off the stage, just starts interviewing the crowd. Oh, well, how are you going today, <laughs> sir? It was just so bizarre. I was like, what the? What? Maybe I'll, what? Yeah, maybe I'll start taking notes. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> 
That sounds uh, great. It was, it was, yeah, it was a yeah. bit weird. But I love, uh, <laughs> I love getting in the crowd and um, and running around. And doing a bunch they of had like stretches. the afternoon set, so it was like pretty spaced out. Like there wasn't like there wasn't yeah. like you know packed in. It wasn't. It was like you know mid afternoon. People were out milling around everywhere, and he's like just jumping. Yeah, in. yeah, yeah. Anyway, I want to talk. <laughs> that was a that was a weird divulge, you know, nah, diversion. All good. Um, all good. But. I wanted to chat about the upcoming EP because that's going to be coming out on uh, Marvel yes. Vacation. Mm-hmm. What can we expect that might differ from what your previous releases have done? And I know this Ooh. is like you've had three singles come out now from it, but um, what if yeah. you, when people are listening to the new EP, what can we sort of expect without giving too much away, of course? Yeah, well, as I said before, it's like that confidence, you know? It's It's kind of like a a bit more aspirational and a bit mm. more um, clear uh, thematically than, than our last one. Yep. Um, uh, all three of the songs that we've put out are very different. And I'm just going to say that the other two are also very different. So there's, yeah, there's a lot going on, but we've kind of tried to make it all kind of cohesive and seamless and, and, and kind of a, just a really fun experience. Um, Cause it's a lot of different times of our lives and it's a lot of different, um, sort of yeah emotions that we're trying to cover off and and you know take each certain box a certain way so just a whole lot of yeah it's it's really upbeat i think so yeah yeah apart from better than love the only <laughs> which is you know it's the it's the one you put on and and have a cup of tea and think about it but um but <laughs> this the other is more like are, the yeah, get your dance get your night fever dancing shoes on and just boogie is that what yeah, we're expecting yeah. Yes, the okay. opening track is um, is our favourite to play live. Uh, we've we've teased it a couple of times and mm, uh, mm. really keen on that one coming out because that's you know a bit more exploratory, like uh, melodically for us. Like it's, the chords are a little funky and like everything's a little kind of on its toes, shall we say? And uh, you'll kind of know what I mean by that. So this is yeah. a, a yet to be released song. I'm guessing, going by your yes. your wording. Okay, <laughs> we'll yes, keep yes. things vague and you know mysterious for the meantime. Then <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> you you're playing. <laughs> you're a very lucky man. You're a very lucky man, Gabe. Uh, well, you and Ash are very mm-hmm. lucky people. You got some shows coming up. Uh, we do tomorrow. Well, as of release tomorrow, you're going to be playing in Wellington, um, and yes. then you're going to be playing in Dunedin on February 22nd. We are, yeah. And then a month later, March 25, you're going to be headlining in Auckland uh, for the EP release. That's we pretty, sure are. That's pretty cool. Um, yeah. You must be excited about that. So, tell us a bit about these Absolutely. new gigs that are coming up this week and next yeah, week. Yeah, I mean, we can't, we, we can't kind of overstate how, how lucky we are to do that. Like, it's, it's absolutely bizarre. I mean, we had that feeling when we played Rhythm and Vines at New Year's and, and we just opened for 660 as well. And it's just crazy mm. to, to even be able to do this. So, yeah, very grateful. Um, but, but, yeah, these shows coming up are going to be fun. The, the, the ones in Wellington and Dunedin are a couple of O-week shows. So there's going to be lots of uni students and um, lots of good times. I was going to uh, say, do you guys have, like, a good fan base with the uni crowd? Like, what's your what's your regular demographic as far as listeners are concerned? Oh, man. I have no Without idea. Without stereotyping, <laughs> of course. <laughs> I have no idea. Uh, it's, yeah, who knows, really? <laughs> it's not really something I look into. But, um, <laughs> but we have played a lot of all-ages shows in the past, and, and we're always kind of resonated with that group as, alongside the uh, – um, you know, the uni crowd and, and yeah. even a bit older than that. I mean, you know, we're in our mid-20s, early 20s, so it's, it's just like 
people like us, you know, that's, yeah. that's kind of the, the vibe. I mean, everyone going to uni is kind of figuring out what they're going through anyway. So, um, yeah, but I'm just really looking forward to these shows. I, um, it's going to be really good to get traveling again and going to, to Wellington, uh, which we haven't played in years and Dunedin we've never played. So it's really excited to get there. And, and of course the headline show in Auckland is, you know, bigger and better and funkier than the last one. I don't know. There's every, <laughs> Every uh, you know, every kind of word you can you can fit yeah. in. We're really kind of putting some thought into that one and, and figuring out how we can make that a, a really cool experience. Because nice. again, it's such a privilege. So um, we have to do it justice, you know. Um, let's talk uh, briefly about. Well, actually, let's let's go on to your new single, uh, which you mm-hmm. did drop the name of before. Better than love, which has just been released. Um, mm-hmm. You were mentioning a bit about it before. But uh, tell yeah. us a bit about how it's come together uh, in the recording mm. process because it is a really mm. cool track. Thank you. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, as I was saying before, Ash wrote this one with um, Josh Naley, who's Wells. Yeah. And Who we've played Jono before, Boyle. folks, actually. The same episode yeah. we played, um, So Personal, actually, which is kind of a cool coincidence. On the same episode, yeah, yeah, we yeah. were featuring a New Zealand artist, um, which is the Jeff Ong episode, folks, if you remember. Go back and re-listen to it. Which I thought was pretty funny mm. and pretty cool, like cool connection there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, yeah, and, and then so we wrote it with Wells and um, this guy Jonathan Boyle, who whose artist name is uh, Julius Black, and he's he's an yep. incredible creative. Um, and so Ash just wrote that in a day uh, at a, at a writing camp, and um, right. the whole thing was was almost fully formed. And she sent it to me, and and I was like, yeah, this is crazy. Like this is such a good song. And <laughs> yeah. It's, it's a very vulnerable song for her, um, and I don't really want to speak to the to the kind of uh, content of it because I, you know, I'm not sure I'll do it justice because it's it's a really personal. It's really, um, uh, you know, she's she's kind of really delved deep into that. So, mm. um, but it is about that kind of feeling when you're finding you find someone and you're, you're kind of falling into this new love and this new relationship and. And it's about the feelings that, um, you know, you've built the idea of love up in your head after being single for so long that, you know, anything that's, whatever this turns out to be, whatever this new relationship is, can never live up to those expectations. You know, you're kind of like, it's a bit defeatist and it's it's kind of um, really just trying to to embrace the moment and and to to figure out, um, you know, that not everything is going to be perfect, you know, like the thought of you is better than love. Like that's the line, like mm, you know, mm. whatever this is, can't, can't, can't possibly live up to my own, you know, incredibly high standards that I've set for myself. So um, it is a really, yeah, it's a really uh, beautiful song. Um, so yeah, when she sent it to me and then um, we got in the studio all together as well. And we kind of went over the lyrics and the melodies and really, again, tried to really kind of hone in on that. And that's, um, that was, a, you know, like I, I still find that like a real privilege because it's, such a nice song and um and i kind of wanted to add my bits and to make it you know a collaboration without adding too much or overstepping my mark so that was a real interesting challenge for me um personally is trying to uh be sparing with what i add and and just kind of keep the song as it is because you know it was so sick just after one day so yeah, I didn't really want to step on anyone's toes. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's fair yeah. enough. Yeah, yeah, you got to make. Mm. Yeah, you know, it's good to, to see that you've worked out where you sort of fit in um, as far as the dynamics concerned um, with yeah, you for sure. and yeah. the rest of your team. But that's mm-hmm. really cool. Uh, we are going to play the new single, which is called. I don't think I mentioned the name before. Better than love. 
Mm. Um, and really, that title does encapsulate, I think, the theme, which is, you know, it's a very concise title. You, you sort of know what it's about from that title. And now that you mention it, it makes perfect sense. So Yeah, yeah it's, it's one of those song titles that, um, that is really ambiguous until you listen to the song and- <laughs> <laughs> then, then you get it, and you're like, great. So it's like the, again, it's yeah. like the whatever the equivalent is. The musical equivalent of it is don't don't judge the book by its cover. It's like don't judge the song by the title. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You're like, oh, not another love song, and then um, hopefully people find a bit more value in it than yeah. than you know your classic bubblegum. But no, um, um, yeah, yeah. Yeah, uh, well, congrats on the new single. Um, so Thank looking you. forward to hearing the new EP when it does come out next month. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, best of luck with the, with the shows too. That should be so much fun. Enjoy the tour. Thank you. Yeah, we will. We will. Um, and make sure, folks, you do give the singles and when the EP does come out, listen wherever you stream your music. Uh, and make sure you go and uh, check out Foley's socials. We'll have them linked in the description, of course, uh, wherever you're listening. So, make sure you go and check that out too. Uh, Gabe, thanks so much for coming on. It was a real pleasure having a chat about the new singles. No worries. Thank you for, for having me. Uh, Want to take us out and introduce the song and tell us who you are? Cool, yeah. So, I'm Gabe from Foley. Uh, we're a Kiwi duo, and this is our new song, Better Than Love. Brilliant, folks. We get so caught up in the middle, trying to work it all out. It's just easier to keep it simple, keep the label off us. Going heavy on the dreaming lately. Ooh, I get so damn lost in the middle. I should save myself from the conversations I should save myself, save myself from the trouble that's inside my mind I'm going heavy on the dream lately, going heavy on it Try to save us from the torture, let me be a little cautious Can we fuck without moving forward? Just dread some water I just wanted a distraction Let me beat you to the punch Can you stay as my crush? Cause the thought of you is better than love Cause the thought of you is better than love Cause the thought of you is better than love We could just dread some water Cause the thought of you is better than love We get so caught up in the riddle Trying to solve it all fast And I know I said I would listen But I've never been good at that That'll keep me safe Look both ways, got enough at stake On the roof outside all my life I'm just trying to save myself From the conversation I should save myself Save myself From the trouble that's inside my mind Going heavy on the dreaming lately Going heavy on it Try to save us from the torture Let me be a little cautious Can we fuck without moving forward? We could just dread some water I just wanted a distraction Let me beat you to the punch Can you stay as my crush? Cause the thought of you is better than love Cause the thought of you is better than love Cause the thought of you is better than love We could just drink some water We could just drink some water Cause the thought of you is better than love Cause the thought of you is better than love Can't you stay as my crush Cause the 
just tread some water. We could just tread some water. Hi, this is Shakira, and you're listening to AMR. Oh 
Oh, yeah. Yeah, boys. Uh, how about that? That was pretty bloody good. That was, you just come off, folks, Chase City with Feel It All. And before that, of course, the new single by Foley, Better Than Love. Um, thanks so much, Foley. Thank you so, so much, um, Gabriel from Foley, for coming in and chatting old fun times. Um, thank you to Knickknack too, for setting that up and uh, sending in some of the great tracks too this week as well. I didn't mention that before. But, um, yeah, make sure you keep an eye out for when their EP is coming out. It should be epic. And uh, keep an eye out for what they're doing too. And make sure you follow their socials. There, give a give them a stream. Follow them on the social, the the streaming sites or whatever, Spotify, whatever you listen to. And uh, yeah, send them their love. And uh, make sure you send us some love while you're at it too. Isn't that right, Vass? Yeah, we need love. We, we function on love and self-deprecating jokes. It's a delicate balance. Oh, I thought it was um beer and self-deprecating jokes, but sure. Yeah, you mean you substitute one in for the other here and there. Alcohol review. <laughs> Alcohol review soon, folks. <laughs> Just keeping you excited for that. No, um, yeah, it's, it's it's great. I love it. Um, and ah, good good times, folks. Honestly, uh, this that song that we just came off, Vass, Chase City. How good are those guys? Yeah, it was tidy, man. Um, like, again, we really don't see all too much, um, how to say, like, budget production these days. We get a... We, production's been quite good across the board. It's not like it was. Are you saying Chase um, City only go for budget production? <laughs> no, I'm saying yet again, we've uh, we've had one with some really, you know, you can hear it across the thing, tasty synths, tight bass, um, really good beat, feel across the board. Just surprised again. Always surprised for some reason about how well produced the tracks are. <laughs> and I mean, damn boy, how good was that sax at the end? Oh. Did it not just come at the perfect moment? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was a little bit, um, almost a bit Pink Floydy, like how they do the outro with the sax at the end of Shine on Your Crazy Diamond. Just, mm, just, oh, loved it. Loved it. No, um, of course, as as some of you may know, of course, Chase City, we actually played them. I remember episode two, we played uh, one of their previous singles. So, it's been a while coming since we've had them re-featured and I'm so happy. They are um, representing Tasmania well. As far as that state's concerned, don't get too much Tazzy Tazzy music, but when we do, it's usually pretty damn good. But um, yeah, they've been they've been doing lots of little little shows up there in Tasmania and they're on their little island. Uh, I hope they're we get to see, I, hope, I hope we get to see them soon. Come back onto the mainland because I reckon that'd be fun to watch them live. Yeah, they sound like they've got a great energy. I'd be uh, interested to see what they're like on stage for sure. Uh, uh, Vass, I should mention too while we're here. Um, because the next song we're going to play soon actually does fit in really well with this segue. But uh, we're going to play a, a song soon from uh, the artist that they interviewed last week on Heavy Reborn. Um, but I should mention Heavy Reborn, actually, because it is the other main AMR mainstay at the moment, uh, featuring, of course, the lovely crew of Jay Stark, uh, Mick Moore and Carly Jewell. Now, I'm really, really, really jealous of Carly. She's playing next Friday, right, at uh, the Golden Vine in Bendigo, which is a phenomenal venue. I was there the other week, actually. First metal gig I saw out of lockdown, Vass, and, oh, hit the spot. Got to see my mates, uh, my mate Harris's band play for the first time in ages. So good. Oh, nice. But um, Carly Jewell, I'm so, so happy to see that she's going to be supporting Boys Club, which are a phenomenal, phenomenal punk band, which you'll remember we played their song Villains. 
like the last time. Yes. Yes. I do remember. So, she's she's going to be supporting them at the Golden Vine next Saturday, next Friday, sorry, the 26th of February. If you're in Bendigo, go and check them out. But, um, yeah, Carly Jewel supporting. And then Boys Club are headlining for their for their single tour. They're, they're out on tour at the moment. So, I'm so keen. I'm so keen to see that. I'm so keen that she's um getting up on with the gigs again. But Any, yeah. any chance of some PR tickets? Yeah. I, what? <laughs> Yeah, Carly, where's my free ticket? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Get me in, put me on the door. The, the, the Golden Vine are great. I took some photos there when I was at the show the other day. And, oh, yeah, no, it's a good good venue. It's a good venue. Um, but, no, the reason why I mentioned that is because, of course, Carly is part of the Heavy Reborn crew. And they, of course, interviewed Introspect. Now, they're going to be coming out with, I believe, their – where is it? They're coming out with their EP on March 19, Midnight Sun, and this latest single – Molnia, I think that's how you pronounce it. It's like something Mjolnir. like Molna. It's it's like Mjol. It's the the it's J like, is pronounced as a Y. Mjolnir. Uh, how do you pronounce it? Sorry, the J is pronounced as a Y, so you pronounce it Mjolnir. Mjolnir. Okay, all right, I'm getting. Yeah. All right, I feel like you're like the, the expert in terms of like the uh, the Viking. <laughs> The Viking the legends. Norse mythology, yeah. yeah. Norse mythology. Anyway, I've watched, I should- a few, I've watched a few videos on Norse mythology. I've, yeah. I've been educated by the, uh, the institution of YouTube. I feel like- diploma behind me. I feel like we're a bunch of idiots right now because, of course, I should. what I should be saying is um, watch- or oh, sorry, watch the interview. I'm sorry. I mean, listen to the interview last week with Introspect. Uh, we've played Introspect before on the station and they're just, they're just a great prog band. But um, their their new single, how good is it? It's pretty good. I was a bit of a standout. Hey, um, just across the board for the whole the whole run this week. Um, really, really great stuff. It's such a they're such a tight band. Honestly, it's just the, the musicianship they 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 uh, they spur Sport. on is just <laughs> brilliant. But yeah, yeah go- her voice is something else. Her voice is incredible. But the interview is out now on the last week's episode of Harry Rainboard, so make sure you do give it a spin when you get a chance. Uh, but we are going to play Maholnia <laughs> in a sec. God, I hate these funny names. And and after that, um, we're keeping the riffs, and we're keeping the we're keeping the riffs, and we're keeping the stoinkers. Because after that is uh, the brand new song by Saint Sinner, "Dead for the Weekend." Yeah. Also. Really great. Um, we had some bit of surfy guitar in there. Did you notice that? It was like kind of punky, rocky type thing. Was- and then there was like surf guitar and I was all there for it. it sounded- what a unique um, blend of sounds. I've never heard anything like it. Yeah. These guys haven't been releasing music for particularly long, actually. They've only been releasing singles since last year. But this, just, oh, just the, the riffs. Just, it, mm. just, it just turns it, turns it all the way up and just goes for gold. Honestly, yeah, I really, has. I really liked it. And uh, these guys are also from from uh, New South Wales, so a couple of a couple of New South Wales heavier bands up in a sec. But yeah, Saint Sinner, um, it's out now, of course, thanks to uh, Michael Forevergreen and of course uh, Marrick Media uh, for Introspect. But they're going to be played up real soon, and then uh, we're going to be coming back and talking more about some fancy, fancy things. I guess more like some alcohol and, and that. Don't you say, Vass? <laughs> that sounds pretty bloody good to me. Yeah. But, of course, um, before you do, of course, make sure you go and check out Heavy Reborn. Um, and, of course, uh, the Mint Factory, when it is out every week, and you can find that on AustralianMusiciansRadio.com. Heavy Reborn is out definitely every week because uh, that team is just on the ball. 
But uh, Vass, do you want to take us out on the two tracks? Indeed. Guys, I uh, hope you enjoyed our shit talking about some really interesting stuff there for a bit. We've got Mjolnir coming up next by Introspect featuring Liam McDonald and uh, Dead for the Weekend by Saint Sinner. Hope you thoroughly enjoy them. Yeah. 
AustralianMusiciansRadio.com Well, 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 welcome back. Uh, that was some delicious riffage from uh, Introspect and Liam McDonald. They had uh, Mjolnir for us, which was mm, 
also tasty. And uh, Dead for the Weekend by Saint Sinner, equally palatable. Love them both. Dan. Yes, yes, yes. Taking, I love, you know, I love to pat us on the back. I We made some good choices. Yep, I made some pallets <laughs> on the back. What? <laughs> what the hell's that mean? Well, it's just bar talk stuff. Okay, okay. So, it's total nonsense then. Just, yeah. Obviously. <laughs> I mean, that was written on the box, wasn't there it? Is, there's no no sensibilities with this show whatsoever. Yeah. <laughs> Say, saying what we think at the speed of thought. Absolutely. Yes, you're not wrong. You're not wrong. Yeah, no, two great tracks. Uh, and yeah, whoa, keeping it keeping it pumping. Keeping it pumping. Now, Vass, my dear, my dear love, lovely man. <laughs> yes, darling. Uh, are you are you keen for a bit of <laughs> bit of bar beer wank? You came for it. You came for a bit of. I'm ready. Wank. I'm ready. For, first up, uh huh. Alcohol review. Clearly. Oh yeah. What are you drinking today? Well, Senor. Well, nah, no, 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 no. Let's play the uh, the ID first. Alrighty. Now it's time for the alcohol review. Taking the piss out of the piss. Uh. <laughs> Insert burps here. I've never been able to do a fake burp. It's just the one time I did, I did this like weird inhale burp thing. And it would just like after a few of them, I just feel like chucking. So, you, you actually felt like it. you felt like throwing up. Yeah, I would do it like three odd four times. And because I was inhaling, but restricting my <laughs> in my windpipe, eventually I'd just start getting dizzy and want to throw up. My mate, however, he could like swallow a bunch of gulps of air and then just belch. Never knew how he did it. I was going to say, um, we could re-record the ID, but with you throwing up after inhaling too much non-air. <laughs> yeah, yeah, just me trying to throw up, me trying to throw up, me trying to burp a whole bunch right at the end of the ID, and then just failing and <laughs> going for a yak. Just classic failure, folks. <laughs> yeah. No, you know, that, that could be an alcohol review after dark or something like that. Like, if we do another alcohol review after the alcohol review, it's like, clearly you boys have been drinking. Play the second ID. <laughs> yes. No, uh, so, uh, now that you've tasted it on the way down, what does it taste like on the it's way back like up? The way back. <laughs> Taking the piss out of your alcohol tolerance. <laughs> <laughs> mm, yes, very sour taste. Uh- <laughs> so, come on. Don't leave us in suspenders. What do you got for us? Well, you want me to go first? Okay, hang on. Hang on. I've got the can up. So, it is cold, and I'm not kidding. Ah, getting out. There we go. It's a- uh, Now, I know you like IPAs, don't you, Vass? You're a fan of these bastards. Yeah, I like all those, you know, beers, those beers. Now, I don't want to use any superlatives to describe them, because none of them are usually nice. <laughs> but, um, but yes. you know, I love those beers. That's like my whole- That's all my whole shtick. So, I've got a session IPA uh, by- It's called a tinny. Tinnies, just with an S. That's what it's called, and it's. I think a, I know the ones. Ah, it's like really like it's a really colourful can, like sort of a yeah, cartoony. Yeah. I'm pretty you. sure they um they yeah they make a whole bar. No, no, no. Yeah, yeah, I've seen these. They're not the ones I thought they were, but I've okay, seen them before. Okay. It's only three point five percent. This one now. This has uh, it says, and I quote: "Created with heart and soul for curious characters." Do you consider yourself a curious character, Vass? Um. Yeah, I think maybe a little bit too much even. Okay, okay. Well, what, what happens when you, you get bombarded with an excessiveness of curiosity? Well, curiosity kills the cat, right? But the thing about that is I'm not, I'm not a cat, so. Well, no, no, you aren't, Vass. I'm, that's a very astute observation. 
However, I, I don't wish to uh, digress any further because uh, we may be talking about curiosity, but this whole segment is about curiosity, so I don't want anyone um, feeling a bit too apprehensive, shall we say. Yeah, I mean, if you, if you like the sound of what we're talking about, go and try it. Don't <laughs> let me be the reason you don't. <laughs> but I, I'd hazard a guess that given what we like to drink on this... You might not wanna, but we'll see. We'll see how we go. I you, thought you yeah, were just, gonna, as you were saying. I thought you were just going to leave that conversation hanging for a sec, just like, and you're just going to like say nothing else. And <laughs> I, I was like, <laughs> I was. You've seen the stuff we drink? Yes. <laughs> just nothing. Yeah. Anyway, well, they know they know the previous alcohol reviews. Sometimes we get impassioned about <laughs> how subpar things that we drink are. Oh yeah, that's the whole point of this show. Exactly. Getting impassioned about stuff that doesn't matter. Speaking of which, the beer. Uh, yeah, speaking of which, the sound of the can opening. You ready? Mm, crispy. That pop came out really loud on my end. I had it right up close to the mic. I always make that mistake. I go, oh, yeah, this mic's really not very sensitive. I've got to put it up really close. And then I put it up really close and I regret it because it ends up coming out way too loud. <laughs> Gotta love that proximity effect. But it smells like a Yeah, it smells like a beer. Does it taste like yeah. a beer? That's the question, Vass. Smells like a beer, looks like a beer. Might actually be a beer. Let's try it. We need some music for the sip. How good would that be? Bit of smooth jazz. Do 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 maybe well it's more like a bossa nova, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. I was gonna say um like a like a four five one or something. I feel like I'm about to dress up in some really colourful red dress with the frills. Uh, I don't know what the ter- correct term is, but the clappers. The canasters. <laughs> That's the one. It's like Adiba. Canasters are like surprisingly difficult to play. Um I mean, maybe it was you- just the ones that I had when I was yeah. a kid because they didn't have the little loop on the back. So, every time you clapped oh. them together, you had to, like, pull them apart manually. <laughs> well, I don't think they were the proper ones. <laughs> Either that or you are, oh, you're absolutely right. It takes a lot of skill. More to the point, my friend, who gives a three-year-old canasters? Your parents, clearly. <laughs> well, grandparents. I don't remember who it was. I was too young, but someone gave me canasters. They were hanging around the house. They were like, this kid wants to make noise. Did, did, have you still got them? Oh, my mum might somewhere. I'll have to give her, a, <laughs> give her an ask. Now I know why you're going to be rummaging around the house all weekend. It's like, where's my yeah, canasters? Tearing it apart. Mum, I need my canasters. <laughs> why, son? Oh, it's for yeah. a recording. <laughs> don't ask. Yeah, it's a music project. They're vintage now. So don't bother, mum. need that vintage tone. Mother, you wouldn't understand. <laughs> The wood in the canasters opens up after a while and it's it's tone wood, mum. It's tone wood. Now, I've had a little taste while we've been shit-talking canasters. <laughs> yes. It tastes thoughts? like a beer. Like, oh. it's not even that prominent for an IPA. I mean, that said, it so, is only three and a half percent. Well, it was your choice. I wasn't going to say anything, but I got a real bee in my bonnet Look. about anything with the word session on it. <laughs> anything with the word session on it can shove it because you know what? It's just a limp dick version of like anything else that you'd ever want to get. So, why would I want just a less alcohol version of your good ass beer? Like, what? Can I not handle it? <laughs> just give it to me full strength, man. Mama didn't raise no fool. If you're going to give me your beer, don't don't give me some like limp dick. <laughs> Half strength version of it. I want. I want the full. Give me the. Give me the guts. 
I want it all. I want, I'm, you know, mama raised me proper. I can take it. Just give me the full strength beer. And you know what? The argument is, what if I want to drink more than one of them? Well, guess what? You can just have another one of the regular one instead of shitting it up for everyone. Well, I mean, I think it, I think it's a marketing strategy. If it says sessionable, it's just whatever shit they can find that's mid-strength and they slap a sticker on it to sell more. I think that's it. Yeah, with- with no disrespect to the uh, local brewers and stuff like that, I, I just cannot handle it. Just give me a, you know, if you want to make a lighter beer, just make a lighter beer. Don't make a crapper version of a good beer that you already have. It is, um, it was, it was, as everybody knows full well, anything I ever choose as the alcohol review is only because it's in the discount pile. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah, revert back to before's conversation. <laughs> you, were, you might not want to drink what we drink. Well, that's the thing. It's either it's either going to be either really shit or it's the stuff that it's that good, but nobody knows about it. <laughs> There's no way. Yeah. Even, I mean, we're no doing the ground. hard yards. We're doing a service to the public, Daniel. We're weeding out. We're, we're separating the sheep and the goats when it comes to bargain hunting alcohol. Yes, exactly. Exactly. This is actually not that bad, though. I'm, um, <clears throat> I'm piling it down not like a, like a champ. That's nah, slowly sipping it. It's doing the Funnel job. in one hand, beer in the other. Exactly. Now, it does well, the job. I mean, it, it's an IPA. IPAs have never, and I've gone on record stating this before, but IPAs have never been my favourite, and um, that's okay. It can be your favourite. It doesn't have to be everyone's favourite, but this one's um, manageable, like like most yeah, IPAs are. I guess are. That's, that's a benefit to the session stuff, I guess, is- um, Oh, no, but then again, it's usually just as- I was going to say it's ho- it's less hoppy, but- it's usually just as hoppy as the not session one, just with less alcohol. Anyway, I'm gonna I'm gonna leave that one alone. It's dead. I'm 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 killing it more than it really doesn't have to be. Now you're just upsetting. I think we need just a bottom line. The session fans over here. Yeah, we're gonna lose like two viewers because because <laughs> people don't like. You mean all, the only people that drink session? You mean all of our audience? <laughs> wow. <laughs> Well, self-burn. Those are rare. <laughs> so, yes. <laughs> yeah, tell you what. What do I live off? Beer and self-deprecating jokes. Am I really yeah. lying at all here? Well, I mean, it's a diet. Yeah. I've seen people eat stupider things. Now, um, what am I going to rate this? Look, it's got that sourness that IPAs have, that sort of that back of your throat texture that IPAs hoppiness. tend to have. Is that is that the technical term? Yeah, it's hoppiness. Okay, okay. Well, I'm going to hop my way into a review here. It's all right. It's um, 3.5%. And look, again, very sessionable as, of, you know, so at least they've hit the mark in terms of the labeling. But, you know, what? I'm going to have another sip and then work out my uh, out of five rating. You know what? Give that a solid um, 2.8 out of five fucking uh, self-deprecating jokes. Tinnies. <laughs> tinnies. Tinnies. It's uh, done by, let me check the brewer. Brick Lane Brewing. And they've uh, had yeah, the- Yeah, Brick Lane. Brick Lane make a mean uh, red ale. It's great. Mm. And they are local too, based in Hawthorne down here in the very good Melbournes. Yeah, I've had half a mind to go down uh, once or twice. I ended up at the um, Hop Nation Brewery recently. That was a good experience, except it was like 30 degrees and it was in this like old-timey building with no oh. echo. Just fans. <laughs> You'd rather be outside for that sort of thing, wouldn't you? Well, at least there's airflow outside, yeah. <laughs> That's it. But 30 degrees of the beer outside is actually very nice. 
Yeah, you just put the beer away real quick. But then again, like otherwise, I said- yeah, before long the beer will be thirty degrees too. Yeah, you've got to. Dude, did I tell you about that? I when I, I went to my first festival and I brought bottled beer, mm-hmm. and my friend that was taking me, um, our dear friend Eric, was like, "You're an idiot! Like you can't take glass <laughs> into the festival." <laughs> and I was like, "Oh no!" So we, we basically we told the person at the front, and he was like, "Look, keep it in your esky, pour it into another container. Don't let me see with glass on the on the dance floor. It's the main thing." And I was like, "Okay, no worries." <laughs> then I got in, and I had this metal drink bottle with no like insulating sides so i pour my and again rookie mistakes i bought a monteith's black beer which is really dark kind of and not exactly yeah (laughs) it's not forgiving it's like you have it in winter to warm up and um i'd put it in this it was ice cold in the esky i would take it out put it in this drink bottle and it was it was that summer where it was like 45 degrees over new year's yeah and so i would go out and about with this drink bottle it was metal carabined to my belt loop and I would go to take a sip and the beer was already like at least 20 degrees. That's brutal. First sip. It was disgusting, man. <laughs> you did the hard it yards. Was, you did the hard yards. It was terrible. I ended up having two of them, pouring half of the last one out and leaving the other four in the esky and just giving them to Eric. I was like, here's a peace offering. I went and bought beer while I was there. It was just too bad. <laughs> um, this is not to say anything bad about the Montes Black Beer in winter, cold. Mm, just the best. Um, but what I have today- Yes. There's no beer. Yes, please. Go ahead. It's your turn now, Vass. I have um, slightly weirdly named Green Alls. Green Alls Gin Liqueur. It's uh, blood orange, fig, and ginger. 20%. A little 500 ml bottle. Gift hamper job. It's, uh, you know, figured I'd give it a look because the stuff that you get in gift hampers is usually not all that great. So, I thought it qualified for the show. I was going to um, say, have you tasted it before? I, I did kind of cheat. Oh, okay. I had a- <clears throat> I have had a, a swig uh, from the bottle just to test the waters you, a bit. You but didn't have a swig in the break, did you? Because that would be terrible. No, no, no. This is uh, when I got it. I had a swig. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, so it's been it's been you know about a week or two, but uh, I'll, I'll read you some of the the goodness on the back because there's a, there's a little bit here. Please do our classic dry gin transformed into a luscious fruity liqueur under the watchful eye of our world renowned master distiller. Joanne Moore. There you go. They've got a name to this. That's really impressive. Combining blood orange, fig, and ginger for a warm, sweet, and spicy flavor, mellowed with the classic Green Alls botanical notes to create a deliciously fruity liqueur. Perfect served on the rocks with tonic, which is how I'm having it right now, um, to add a fruity twist to a champagne cocktail. There you go. So gin and champagne. What's that, a French 75 or something? Gin and champagne. You're speaking. You're speaking French to me, Vass. I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> and something like that. Anywho, down the hatch. And I tell you what. I don't know if I'd recommend tonic with it. It's pretty sweet with tonic in it. Actually, I might. For how much you've got to put in it to get anything out, because it is quite subtle. Oh, the flavors themselves aren't too subtle, but it's twenty percent alcohol. So to get like to a regular. Drink mix level, you have to have two shots of it, right? With a bit of tonic, yes, but it's really, really sweet. Okay, 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 uh, folks. For context, I've seen this guy rock up to bars and uh, go th- <laughs> and just knock down his money on the counter and go three nips of Gordon's, thanks, no ice. <laughs> 
And you'll be sitting at there and he'll do it in three swigs and it'll be done. It's like <laughs> triple neat gin. You are a robot when it comes blood. to you know, you are a machine when it comes to gin. So here you are going, Oh yeah, it doesn't need tonic. Everyone yeah, but else- to my to my credit, I didn't go over the top. I put two to make it one standard drinks worth of gin. It's like it's a regular ass shot of gin worth of alcohol. <laughs> but with that amount of liquid in here, there's so much sugar that once you top it up with tonic, it's a little sweet. So yeah, champagne actually sounds like a really good mix for this. Um, or you know, if you're a normal person in Australia, you'd probably be having sparkling because importing champagne costs out the you know what. But um, yeah, I would go soda water, probably something that's not sweetened. But apart from that, apart from the fact that I know it's like the flavors are a bit, uh, you know, artificially enhanced, it tastes it tastes good. Not too much ginger. I'm not a huge ginger fan. So it's, you know, the fact that it's mixed with fig and blood orange. Nice. I don't know if I can taste the fig though. Who did you say the, uh, who did you say, who did you say it was by? Green Alls. It's G-R-E-E-N-A-L-L-S. Apparently they're known for gin. Where the fuck are they? Greenalls. Yep. Greenalls. Uh, let's have a look here. Great Britain. Oh, yes. That's the motherland. Yeah. Blah, 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 blah. The, home of, the home of gin, as far as I know. So, yeah. No, that's true. But, I mean, there are a lot of Australian gins, which is why I was kind of curious as to where it was from. I could have looked at the front, Daniel. It says, literally, <laughs> there's a big Greenall sticker at the top, and then at the bottom, it's got the little 20% alcohol and all that. And on that sticker, it says, distilled and bottled in Great Britain with a great, great big British flag. See, you what see, a moron. You see, that's what they're, um, they'll always, they'll always, always, when it comes to British gin, make the point of saying that it's from Britain. <laughs> Like that's the thing, um, that's my friend. The all mm-hmm. Im- the all important out of five rating. Uh, where do you put it on the scale, my good friend? Uh, this is a good question. Am I rating just the green oils, or do I, am I rating the combo? This little mixed drink that I've made. Well, I mean, it's what you're drinking. So I guess if you're drinking the combo, it's the combo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Um, the combo. As far as GNTs are concerned, man, I've got to got to rank it at yeah, maybe about two and a half. Too sweet. Two out, two and a half out of five. Two and a half out of five. Um, blood orange flavored ginger figs. Very yes, yes, no. That's uh, sounds like good middle of the road. <laughs> two and a half out of five master distillers. <laughs> master distiller. That's better. <laughs> now I really got an evocative sort of Im- image of the uh, rating there. Yeah, I still, I, I wouldn't say that um, if you're looking at this. Or like a Four Pillars Shiraz gin. Yeah, I would, I'd go the Four Pillars hands down. <laughs> big and, time. It's, and it's a local brand too. So, you know, props to them. Indeed. Four Pillars is not the uh, whatever fucking Green Hall or whatever it is you're having. Green Hall. Green Green Hall. Green Green Hall. Green Hall. It does. It sounds. Yeah. It doesn't quite roll off the tongue. It's not um, very Queen's Englishy, is it? No, it's more a bit of Cockney rhyming slang. Yeah. What would, actually, it. what would green all be Cockney rhyming, Cockney rhyming slang for? Oh. The, the ball. Got to gotta play a bit of foot co- foot green all or whatever. <laughs> I don't know. Bit, of, works. bit of green all. <laughs> bit of green all. Got to play a bit of bat and green all. <laughs> green all on the outfield. <laughs> all right. No, I took. Right. No, I'm not. I'm not good enough at English jokes to, for this to go down well. I'm just going to start being a dick. <laughs> no, instead of instead, like it take a little fall, 
I took a little green all. <laughs> <laughs> I took a green all round the bend. Ah, uh, Vass, uh, it's a it's a shocking a shock another shocking instalment of um, alcohol review. Gone for another week. Gone you know what I kind of want to know though <laughs> is was it this guy's last name Greenall or his first name Greenall? Because Green usually last names are based on what you did as a profession. And I don't know what a Greenall is. Maybe his first and last names are Greenall, 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 Greenall. <laughs> I'm sure there are people named like George, George. George, George. I mean, I mean, Kanye West named his child North. I mean, anything's possible. That's like calling your son John Johnson. Come on, let's face it. It's just stupid. <laughs> I I used to know someone called um, George Georgiacopoulos. <laughs> that was great. That's a joke and a half waiting to happen. It was like family member, by the way. Like, <laughs> like I knew, I know, still know him to this day. Don't see him very much because that part of the family, we just don't catch up with that much, but- um, so even more excuse. Of town. Even more excuse to to take the piss. <laughs> yeah, well, I feel like I'm at least at an arm's length here. That you can't reach out and smack me, right? <laughs> For talking smack about his name. Anywho, that was that was yeah. We educated the people. <laughs> we kept the ratings real. <laughs> and and now we should talk about what Daniel. Some more music, you reckon? Yeah, sounds like a plan. Uh, up next, actually, we're going to- Oh, how's this? We've got something cool up next, I think. You reckon? I reckon. Local authorities might, up I might next. have to agree with you. Yeah. Well, I mean, we chose the songs. <laughs> <laughs> How- I've kind of rigged it in our favour, haven't I? Now, this sort of threw me back to the guy we interviewed the other week, uh, Wade Jackson, with the sort of the style that it is. I don't know if you ended up uh, listening to that Dude, episode, Vats. No, but I- the local authorities tune, local authority, sorry. Um, I feel like my memory of that is it was a little bit um, curie, a little bit of a cure vibe. Well, you're not wrong because the PR says that it would, it would, uh, and I quote, stand up nicely in a playlist alongside the lights of blah, 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 blah. The Smiths. The cure. Um, the Smiths. No, um, they actually didn't the include- one? They didn't include the Smiths. I'm going to- um, Radiohead? I'm going to send- No, I'm going to send back a very strongly worded email and say, why haven't you included these two other bands <laughs> in your press release? <laughs> no, no, no. I understand why. I, I actually, I really try to keep the um, artist comparisons to a minimum because I don't want to make anyone sound like they're- uh, blatantly ripping anyone off. Uh, you don't want the case, yeah, more just, just a flavour of. You don't want to already. <laughs> you don't want to already box in these up and coming artists that haven't made their big break yet already. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's more like a, I can hear how you've tastefully let these artists influence what you've done, and I appreciate it as a fellow musician. <laughs> how tactful was that, Daniel? That's about as that's about as PC as it gets. I- why are you being PC? This this whole point of this 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 podcast is so that we aren't. <laughs> I, I make my fair share of uh, of jabs, but when it comes to uh, people like our young artists that are up and coming, don't want to don't want to dunk on them too soon. You know what I mean? Let them get a thick skin first, and then we'll take the piss. We we we, we go hard with the artists that are really seasoned. <laughs> oh, exactly. But yeah, how good was it? I mean, what was your what was your favorite element of this one? Uh, I. Dude, I really loved. I mean, Ethereal always does it for me. Since um, since I watched Lord of the Rings and 
some of that soundtrack stuff was just unreal. I've always had a bit of a thing for the ethereal stuff, but also there was this awesome lead guitar in the middle. It was all fuzzed out, but like drenched in reverb. Mm. Sounded incredible. Um, bit shoegazy, like just, yeah, really went kind of uh, in the same vein as what was the one we had before with the um, surf guitars, Dead for the Weekend, St. Sinner. A bit in yeah. the same vein as that, where I feel like that element came out of nowhere for that genre, but while it was there- um, it was, you know, it was really drawing attention to itself. And when it was gone, I missed it. Brilliant. Which is sign of a really good uh, element added. Well, um, thanks, John, to from 4000 Records for sending that in. Um, we've got up next, so we're finishing off what is a really, really beautifully, beautifully put together track by um, mm. artist Guthrie called Queenstown. Um, now, I don't know if you've ever been to Queenstown. But it I don't is, believe I have. It's uh, it's kind of weird. I believe Queenstown is the one. Don't get me wrong. I'm gonna. I'm just riffing this off the top of my head. But I'm pretty sure Queenstown is the uh, town in Tasmania where well, maybe I they uh, did a lot of sulphur mining, and the the landscape around the town is very bare because of it. All the trees have been cut down. The the there's oh, no isn't vegetation. Isn't that where the miners the miners fell down the hole? Got, got no, caved in or something? No, you're thinking of um. Uh, uh, yeah, no, I know what you're thinking of, but uh, it's not. That's not it. No, Queenstown's on the west coast of Tasmania. It's um, and it's it used to have a sulphur mine, and it's just the landscape's totally barren because of all this like environmental degradation. But now it's become a bit of a, a bit of a tourist trap because it's like a like alien landscape. Uh, it's basically like if you accidentally let off a nuclear bomb in like a pristine location, and and people started coming, and it's like the tour guide. Think of it like the uh, the tour guide taking people around Hiroshima and making money off the fact that their city got nuclear bombed. That's like the tourist dude, dollars. It, dude, of, isn't of that Queenstown. what? Um, isn't that what happened in bloody um, Chernobyl? <laughs> Did they like take people there after the explosion and stuff? Like this is where the nuclear reactor blew up. Uh, just come take some pictures and. Uh, <laughs> Enjoy the next five years of your life. Oh, yeah. Like, there's people that do tours of it, too. So, I mean, you know, it's like that. <laughs> but I don't know whether she's referring to that Queenstown or another Queenstown. I think the first one that comes up when I have a quick Google is uh, South Island, New Zealand. True. <laughs> That's probably that. the one, yeah. but um, Could be that. But she's from Melbourne. Um, uh, Gord- yeah, sorry, Guthrie. Guthrie. Uh, Tess Guthrie, yeah, she's from Melbourne, so I think this is the first and only track from Mel from a Melbourne artist this weekend. So cool stuff, um, and just really good, really good acoustics mm. on this one. Folky poppy again, great production, um, and yeah, the ethereal thing, which again, loving it. I love that more people are bringing that up and finding ways to make sparse arrangements sound really full and nice. Um, but yeah, voice, guitar, just mm, 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 mm. I did enjoy, and a good way to end the show. Good on us for setting out the songs well. Hey, <laughs> I do love to pat myself on the back. Just keeping it nice and chill for the end, as always. <laughs> we like to do that. Yeah, thankfully more chill than the weather at the moment. Getting a balmy thirty something at the moment. That's it. That's it. Maybe this. Maybe that's why the beer tastes as good as it does. <laughs> It always tastes better when it's hot, for sure. Oh, yeah. Um, Vass, I want to just say thanks real quick for coming on this week and uh, finally getting back and having a bit yeah, of fun. No, my, my pleasure. It's always good to get on and chat some music. Uh, I don't get enough of a, an opportunity to do it in my day-to-day life, given with the lockdowns and all that, how local I was. Not a lot of people around me 
that uh, like to talk music. So it's always cathartic to get on here and, and have a yarn. Exactly. Yeah. And uh, of course, guys, make sure you do check us out wherever you get your podcasts. Um, but please go and also check out the websites, australiamusiciansradio.com forward slash bar hyphen talk, shows.acast.com forward slash bar talk. And of course, our socials on Facebook and YouTube. And of course, for AMR Australia on uh, Facebook, Instagram and Twitter, where we post all kinds of stuff. And make sure you go and check out the other shows too, Heavy Reborn and Mint Factory as well. Hell yeah. yeah. We'll be back with another episode next week. I can assure you that, folks. It's going to be good times. But the only thing that keeps rolling on, we're as persistent as coronavirus. Oh, yeah. I never stop. I'm, I'm, as, I'm as resilient as they come. <laughs> I'll take your breath away, Daniel. Thank, thank you, Vass. I, I, I hope I do too. <laughs> Wait. David. Only when I'm about to go to sleep. <laughs> I just whisper in your ear as you're trying to get some shut eye. Yeah, that's what that shadow at the end of my bed is every night. Yes, I am your sleep paralysis demon. You are the uh, you are the Edward to my Bella. <laughs> <laughs> You're the fight to my club. The uh, <laughs> the the um the Queenstown to my Guthrie and the uh, local authority to my forever for now. <laughs> and the actually, saint I, I, I to don't my think, sinner. I feel like I I didn't actually mention the title of that track before. Sorry, local authority, but yeah, forever for now is their track. And then after that, we're going to be playing Queenstown from Guthrie. On uh, which 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 show, Vass? Oh, a bit of bar talk. Bit of this. Bit, bit of bar, bar talk. talk. Bit of bit of bit of AMR. Bit of bar talk. Yeah. Thanks. Thanks, Vass. We'll uh, see your pretty perpy perky ass whenever I see it next. <laughs> Probably when I'm sleeping. Hey. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> Love it. Thanks. For, thanks for having me on again, man.
that's the price we paid up Cementing a future phase Give all of the time we gave up To make sure our final days are long But what if there's none? Pulled all of our wisdom teeth out Trade them in for higher pay And all of the facts we made up Reminds us of all the ways we're wrong Australianmusiciansradio.com